Hello, this is Jessica Silverman, founder of Mozen Wellness, author and motivational speaker, and this is Annie Talks. Annie Talks, Annie Talks, welcome to the show, here we go with Annie Talks, Annie Talks, Annie Talks, welcome to the show, here's your host, it's Annie Hey everyone, welcome to the Annie Talks podcast where we bring to you interesting stories about interesting people that you want to know about. I'm your host, Annie Rivera. And if you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for stopping by. And if you've been here before, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome back. Now, before we go on, if you would hit the subscribe button down below and hit that notification bell so that anytime we upload a new video, you'll be notified. Now, my guest on this show is Jessica Silverman. Let me give you a quick synopsis of who Jessica is. Jessica Silverman is a business startup coach to aspiring entrepreneurs seeking greater clarity and simplicity to live their true life's purpose. Through her coaching, she guides her clients with mind and body empowerment tools to spark the transformation of a physical and spiritual awakening to live and feel her most alive self. At an even deeper level, the core foundation of her teachings unleash a deep understanding of one's energy emotionally, physically, and spiritually. From the place of energy insights, she can awaken this wisdom towards healing, enlightenment, and deep awareness of one's divine purpose. So without further delay, here now is my conversation with Jessica Silverman. So joining me on the podcast is Jessica Silverman. Jessica, thank you so much for being on the show. I really, truly appreciate it. Thank you, Annie. Pleasure is all mine. And thank you so much for having me. Yes. And, you know, we started way back in what, I think it was October, November, where we originally started um, a connected and, you know, life happened. Our schedules both got... Um, you know, conflicting, conflicting and busy. And so one thing led to another and we finally connect and I'm so excited to finally get to talk with you. Yes. Yes. Like we said in the beginning of our conversation, like high five to us. And I think it's also a good mantra, right? Or example in life as to how things may not work always as planned, but if you stay intentional, you stay committed to it, right? You really want to make something a priority it can absolutely happen. And we're, we're a prime example of that, yes. right? Talking and communicating since October, right? And now here in May of 2019, we're making it happen. And I, I always believe that the universe and, and human life really works on divine time. So there really is no sense of time. Things happen as they should. And this is an right. example of that. Well, awesome. So let's jump right in. I know that, um, and we just did this whole intro on you and just, just a little bit ago. So why don't you fill in the gaps? Um, give us a sense of who Jessica is, you know, tell us a little bit about your background and your upbringing and everything that leads up to who Jessica is today. Perfect. So my name is Jessica Silverman, born and raised in Florida, which I actually just relocated back a month ago. Uh, but there's a lot more layers to my story that I'll kind of fill in the blanks as to where I am today versus where I was when I was born. Mm -hmm. So born and raised in Florida, I moved to, and led a very 
traditional life, right? The whole, not necessarily white, white picket fence, but you've got to get your education, right? Following that formula, so to speak, always a straight A student, love learning, but really had a hard time transitioning from my studies in high school and of course college, then I got my master's. So really following that traditional path to getting a lucrative career. That's how I was raised, right? You, you get your education because a lot of my family grew up post-war time. So they didn't have that opportunity to get educated, to make something of themselves. You know, they were immigrants, so they had to learn the language. They had to get acclimated with the culture. They weren't necessarily born into an environment that really fostered right, getting that lucrative position. And so that's really the way I was raised. But I always had a very liberating mind, a very rebellious mind into like, why do I have to do things the way everybody else does? Who mm -hmm. says that you have to go to college and you have to get this degree and you have to get good marks to get, you know, X job and then even looking for jobs. Well, you have to have certain credentials to get that specific position or the letters, so to speak. And something, and while I did that, in the back of my mind, something never felt right to me. I always felt sort of out of place. Mm -hmm. I felt amiss in all of my corporate positions. So yes, I continued to elevate myself in corporate finance, which is what I started and what I studied in college. Got my bachelor's in finance, got my master's in finance. And it really took my last position in the corporate world four years ago. So I moved to Chicago for six years, you know, worked my way up in that channel, became a VP, became a manager right, in corporate finance. Then I moved to San Francisco working in venture capital, mm -hmm. really exciting, lucrative position. I was making well over six figures, but was completely miserable. I woke up with stress and anxiety every day. I was extremely depressed. Um, which of course led to weight gain. So I was about 80 plus pounds overweight. No. And I know you can see me now, right? It was almost 200 pounds and I'm only five two. I'm sitting, but I'm very short. So that can only go in one direction, but always just feeling like there's more to life, but I'm just not living it. And it's funny. And that's why I'm so passionate about getting on podcasts to tell my story because four years ago, that was my only outlet. I used to on my commute hour and a half from the Bay Area to the city in San Francisco where I worked. That's that was my outlet was listening to other people's stories and hearing about and this is really when entrepreneurship began to take flight and people sharing their story on social media right about mm -hmm. four or five years ago. And I was like, wow, like this is possible like this more to life that I've been feeling. There's a reason for this itch, so to speak, for this inner nudge. And I just got inspired to, I spent a year at that position in venture capital, always thinking to myself, I'm helping fund other people's dreams, but my own is sitting right. on the couch. And hearing all these stories on podcasts, I'll never forget who it was, but I was listening to an episode, really stuck out to me where she said, you have two, two options in life, right? You can do the known, right? You can mm -hmm. go to the job and continue the relationship, continue the habits that feel comfortable because you just know what you're doing and you've been doing it forever, right? Mm -hmm. It's patterns coming to life. Or you can try something completely new and scary. You may have no idea what the hell you're doing, but at the end of the day, right? Worst case scenario, if all else fails, you can always go back to yeah. the know. You can go back, right? I have a degree, right? I, I know I can go back to that world of finance where the reason why I got into it, so I have stable income. Right. That was really the only reason why. But then I thought about why is money even important? Right. Financial freedom. Mm -hmm. And 
that's what I crave. Like when I went to that job every day, I couldn't punish anyone but myself. I couldn't blame anybody but myself because I'm the one who's choosing to go there every single day because that check to me meant something. And then I asked myself, what did that money mean to me? Right. Freedom. But what if I could create that life and that freedom and have that every day? What if that that money could enable me to actually have a life of freedom, not just the money that enables me the two days on the weekend and maybe an occasional week vacation. And that's when I just said, you know what? I stepped away. I started ramping up my platform on social media, sharing my story. A year later, I quit cold Turkey came back after Christmas break. I had a major anxiety attack before that thinking about going back to work. I told them I'm gone. Like I'm done with this. I can't, they don't even let me work from home. I have zero freedom. Every move is being watched. Yeah, the paycheck is great, but what am I giving up? What am I sacrificing? Everything mm-hmm. else. Right. My health was compromised. My my well-being was being my relationship because then I bring that stress home to everybody else that's around me. And so when the only thing that was good in that was the finance financial piece, I realized it was time to step away because I can create that. Mm-hmm. When you know what you're doing and you have confidence, money, money comes and money goes, right? It's an energy flow. And so if you know how to create that, then you don't need to be limited by what society tells you. Yeah. Conditioning that we live when we grow up. You know that you hit it, you hit a really good point in, in that, you know, we tend to kind of try to fit into what um, you know, what the norm is, what the social norms are, especially what society thinks we should be, you know, at, at this age, at any certain age, at any given, you know, education level, we should be, we should already be VPs. We should already be this. We should already be that. But then, you know, but you also said, I like what you said, you touched on, you were so, um, you know, you were in, so involved with making other people's dreams come true and other people, you're funding, helping to fund other people's, you know, uh, live their life the way that they should. But you were doing a, an injustice to yourself and you weren't doing it yes. for yourself. So, yes. and I think that's what, um, why I like talking with entrepreneurs, because I like to hear what each of their aha moments were. And it sounds like your aha moment was that, was that, you know, um, but I, I, but you, so how scary was that when you, you, like you said, I think I read your bio where you said, um, you know, when you quit your job, you had about three months worth of, you know, <laughs> uh, of, of funding for rent and things yes. like that. So, I mean, like everybody that is an entrepreneur, we start to have that anxiety where like, oh my gosh, where are we going to, you know, I can't keep chasing these invoices. Right. Yes. But I mean, at what point do you say, enough is enough. And how do you start, how do you get into a comfort zone where, how, what do you tell your, your, um, your clients when, how do you get them to a comfort, a, a comfortable level where you start, they start to feel like, you know what, this is doable. This is, you know, and everything's scary, obviously, but, um, what do you, what do you tell your clients? How do you, how do you get them to feel more confident and to feel where, um, you know, where they can do it. I mean, when they come to you and they say, Hey, Jessica, I really need help. I, I'm, I'm, I want to start this business. Um, you know, what are your first steps? What do you tell them? So there's a spiritual, and that's, that's an amazing question. There's a spiritual answer and there's a logical answer. Cause okay. I believe in life, true immersion and true balance is bringing the spiritual, which is right. 
things that we feel but we can't always right see feel do right in the physical world and then there's a logical answer like come on jessica yeah that sounds wonderful but how do i bring it to life you know yeah, how do i really yeah. right make this happen how do i make magic happen and so my spiritual answer to that is the day you were born is the day the universe decided that it needed you. So if you have that desire, like me, you have that itch. I was sitting at my corporate desk every single every single moment, you know, every move being watched. But I always had a pen and paper next to me, just journaling everything that was coming to mind, like everything I wanted to do. Those dreams were still there, and I was giving them space to breathe. I was giving them life every single day. Maybe I wasn't even at the point yet where I shared on social media, but then I was. And then I started to share that journey with others because I always say, well, you're not afraid to speak up and it's hard to share, right? Our innermost secrets and vulnerabilities, but you give other people permission to do the same. They see you and they feel and they're like, wow, she did this. And that's what inspired me, right? Is hearing other people's stories. So the spiritual answer is if you feel that, that inner calling within you for more in life, then you are destined for this, right? But the true spirit of an entrepreneur, and here's the logical answer, because you do need money, right? To keep funding this dream, right? To keep sure. this dream alive, we've got bills to pay. And like you know, and, and the listeners know that you've shared, I had three months of income, right? To live off of. And so my back was not only against the wall, I felt, to be honest, most days I had a gun to my head. Like you better make this work because my biggest nightmare, and I used to actually have nightmares about this every single night, was to go back to that. Like, I knew that was an option. If I had to make things work, I would do it. So what I tell my clients in that moment is not to be afraid to go back to it like I was, because when you're coming at this line of work, I would say entrepreneurship is an extension of your life. You're sharing everything about yourself, right? Your mind, your body, and your spirit, right? All right? Being almost like laying naked, right? And being mm -hmm. vulnerable and sharing your story. And that's what's been very successful for me. But beyond that is knowing that it's not just about the money, mm -hmm. right? And so I know this sounds kind of counterintuitive, but I had a client who consistently was just focused on that. She's like, well, I don't know. I'm ready to give up because I'm not seeing this, this come. I'm not seeing the right. floodgates open. Like you're telling me, I'm not seeing right. The money flow. And I said, take your focus away from the money and take it to why you're called to, why are you called to do this? Because it's really, again, just like my position in the corporate world, mm -hmm. I was getting the money, but I still wasn't happy. So is it really about the money or is it about what that money, the financial piece affords me to do in my life, affords me to be who I become mm -hmm. as a result of that money and the and the, the irony of that is energetically when you take your focus away from that the money comes mm -hmm. right and so that's why yes i had those moments the human experience where gun to the head right i lived in the bay area in san francisco rent is astronomical mm, i lived right. in a shoe box and paid you know 2400 a month to live in a tiny apartment but i knew and i was committed to this my belief in myself was stronger Mm -hmm. Then all the other voices in my head that says, I don't know if you're going to make this work. And what if you can't make the rent? And what, what if, yeah, yeah. What if I can't, but what if I can, right? right. Again, that, oh, one yeah. energetically, that one word. And that's what I tell my clients is anytime you have those doubts in your head, the, who am I conversation? The, what if this doesn't work? The, what if this does work and I can't handle 
the workload or energetically everything that comes my way? What if I emotionally, I always say it's not always about the financial piece. It's the emotionally, you get to know yourself more on this journey than mm-hmm. any, anything else in life, right? Being an entrepreneur teaches you so much about yourself. And that's such a beautiful experience to me. That's invaluable. Right. And that's why I'll never give this up. And so even if, yeah, there were moments where I had single digits in my bank account, even at the darkest hour, but that's when I really turned the jets on, so to speak. That's when I really came out and radiated at an even higher vibration to remember the passion, like what I'm here to do, who I'm here to inspire, what, what is my purpose, right? Or as the Japanese say, your ikigai, right? It's your reason for being, what gets me out of bed? What gets me excited every single day? Um, and that's the freebie, by the way, I have for your listeners uh, in the show notes. Because when you know that, all of the other details, the logical details, they really don't matter. Because yeah. they, when you have that, that foundation at your core, when you know who you're doing, and then you just, from there, you take micro steps, right? You take these sort of fringe moments, these five, if you only have five, 10 minutes a day and you still need to work a a corporate job, I'm all about that too. Like if you need to make things work and then you part-time work on ramping up your business till you're in a financially comfortable place, do that. If you're in a financially comfortable place to work part-time, you know, that's what I did when I started. I had a part-time gig, a side hustle, and then I did this, right? Until I got to a comfortable place where I can slowly shut that away because energetically that was taking my time and energy away from really working into my power. So again, it, it's, it's just a balancing act and really, you know, taking your budget, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. You still need to, yeah, just because I did it cold turkey, but I still had somewhat right of a backup plan. Yeah. Right? I still had some sort of stability and then opening yourself up to this sort of instability and just having that faith. I think at the end of the day, having this faith that, yes, I am destined for this. Yes, this is why I received this calling. Mm-hmm. And then mapping out, okay, step by step, what do I need to do to get to whatever number it is that you want right. to per month that you were generating in your corporate path and working towards it. And as long as you work towards us, as I always tell my clients, you will get there. The people yeah. that don't get there are the ones that give up at the darkest hour. That's and I never true. did. I, like I said, I looked at the bank account and I was scared. What, what are we going to do? Right. <laughs> Worst case scenario, we can't, we can't afford this and we have to move out. Right. And then we have to figure, but it never happened. Like it looked like it was going to, but it didn't because I continued to have faith. I continue to make moves. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the spiritual piece, but then the logical piece continue to do the work And then the universe will show you that the intentions and the value that you put forth was worth it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So I like what you said. You said map out, map, if you can vision it or envision it, you can map it out. And then, um, you know, the universe will make way for it to, to get to where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, now, well, let's talk about some of, um, Twofold, twofold question. Let's talk about maybe a challenge that you faced, um, how you overcame it. And then on the flip side, let's talk about your, your, your greatest and most rewarding achievements so far. Mm, so I think the most challenging moment, so we just talked about the financially challenging moment, but I think emotionally even more so, I think the most challenging moments that I had in the beginning was where where do I start? I think that was the big challenge. And so many entrepreneurs go through that. 
especially being on social media, there is so much grabbing at your attention. There are so many things that sound exciting, right? This, this fear of missing out, right? Or fear of where do I even, where do I even begin, right? So I did go through a coach training program when I started, which was wonderful. It taught me how to be a coach, right? How to be an engaged listener, how to ask the right questions. But then I graduated on it. This was my first challenge. And probably at least for the first couple of years was how to be intentional. And it continues to be a struggle because I always say we're never fully cured, right? Mm. We, we just elevate higher on our path, but the same patterns still come up until we fully healed through them, which we really don't until the end of our life. Cause that's, you know, that's why we're here. Our pain is our passion and that's what mm. we're here to teach. So that's how I do heal through it. But being really intentional with your time and knowing and focused on, this is what I wanted to share with you, uh, what I'm known for and what distinguishes me sort of from other coaches and, and what I tell my clients are these three components that you need to have so you don't run into these roadblocks of, well, what do I focus on, right? For, forget bigger picture, but day to day, right? There's so many things and then you open your email, oh, this video looks mm-hmm. really interesting and oh, Marie Forleo came out with a new course and oh, here's Danielle Laporte and her, right, fire starter. I mean, there's so many things and so many people to follow and definitely have those mentors. You know, if you don't have a coach, have a mentor, have somebody that you follow that that is only a few steps ahead of where you want to be or where you want to be someday. So it's still relatable. So they're still approachable, mm-hmm. right? But having 20 mentors, probably a bit too much because then yeah. you're hearing conflicting messaging. And at the end of the day, you're not honoring your messaging, which is right? What's inside. And so that's why I try to keep it really focused as to, yes, I have a few people that I follow. And then every month or every quarter, and this is where my financial life comes to play, right? Having that plan for myself, having monthly goals, having quarterly goals, right? Which is what I work through my clients and having those big goals and then rewinding and say, okay, I want to get my Facebook group up to 500 people, let's say next month what do I need to do today mm-hmm. to get one step closer to that? Right. So strategize. Sort of uh-huh. Strategize. Yeah. What do I need? To, and again, these fringe moments, because so many of us are focused on that big picture. Again, the money, right? The big picture or the big goal or how many followers do I have? Right. But you're not going to get there until you take the first step. Right? Mm-hmm. I always say it's just like setting a GPS, you know, yes, set it from here to LA but you're not gonna get there if you take a wrong turn, right? You need to make a right here and you need to make a left there. And then, right, you go so many miles before you get to the next turn. And that's the same thing, right, pertains to our business is just looking at that next step because where most people fail is they don't even, they're already five steps ahead mm-hmm. and they missed the last four. Yeah, right? yeah. They wanna take the fast path. And that's what really distinguishes me is there is no five-step formula. It's your four, your five steps are going to be different than my five steps. Very true. At the core, it's the same, right? Mm-hmm. But the manner and the energy with which you take those steps are going to be completely different. So that was my biggest challenge was learning how, and your pain is your passion. So I'm happy that that happened to me because it helped me create my own system. And now I help other clients create their own, right? Because without systems and structure, and I'm very spiritual. I'm all about having a sense of flow and connecting to spirit. 
but you can't just meditate on a mountain and expect things to happen if you're, you're not going <laughs> to. Yeah. People are like, oh, I'm going to go to Bali and have the spiritual experience, which is awesome. I'm all yeah. about that. But, but you've got to do something with that enlightenment that you receive from the mm. universe. Right. And the universe constantly gives you those answers. Whenever you have that voice in your head, like, ooh, I should be doing this, or ooh, I want to do that, that is the, I, that is the universe speaking to you. And as long as you take even five, 10 minutes of action on that every single day, you will see it come to fruition, right? It, it's when what we say we want to do, what we actually do are not in alignment. Mm-hmm. That's where the challenges and the stuff, the same things keep happening over and over. And we're like, why does this keep happening to me? Right? We get into victim mode, but it's not happening to you. It's happening for you to help you realize that this is what needs to change, right? If it's not working, if it feels heavy, if it feels wrong, if you keep running into the same roadblocks or you're not making the money you want to make, well, something needs to change, Mm -hmm. right? Energetically, something needs to shift so you can make that right turn and get back the direction, right? To which you wanted to go. So that was my greatest challenge. And I think my greatest accomplishment, as I said, my pain is my passion, Um, But looking back at the spirit of my business over the last four years, my greatest accomplishment is everything I've created. Mm. Everything, like I said, I've been very intentional once a year in having something that I release. So the first year it was a group course, Mm. right? And then that turned into self-study. And then the next year it was a group mastermind, right? And I actually, I don't know if you or your listeners know, but I started out something else that was very challenging for me was who am like what kind of a coach am I I used to Mm. go to all of these retreats so to speak or business masterminds and they'd be like oh what's your elevator pitch and who do you serve and right all these questions that we answer and I wrote down so many different things I'll never forget there was these two girls next to me and they were like so what do you do (laughs) a spiritual coach health and wealth and that's when it dawned on me again, not, not to feel like I failed, but like, Hey, that's a wake up call. Like, okay, maybe my messaging isn't clear enough because I can still do all those things, but I need to be focused in my messaging on one thing. So that's when at that point in my life, when I started health and wellness was at the forefront, right? I was 80 pounds overweight as I stepped away from the corporate job, right? I was losing weight. I was taking control of my health and wellness, right? And that's what I geared toward. And that was my first offering. But then again, I open myself up to what comes to me and all of my clients and people on social media were like, how do you, how do you do what you do? How how did you build your business from just sharing on social media to now having one-on-one clients to now birthing a a self-study course and then a group mastermind, like all these things that you've created. Now I'm writing my first book. That's my, my release this year. How do you, how did you create all that from nothing? Right. You were right? It, it comes from nothing, right? We sometimes get to focus like, oh, I, I only have two people in my Facebook group, or I only have one person who signed up for this. But that's where it begins, right? And that's where I began. And so then when all of these women and clients were coming to me asking me that, I started to think maybe that's my calling. Maybe that's what I'm good at. I'm mm-hmm. good at systems and technology. And of course, the financial piece. So that's something that I bring to the table but I also have a keen sense of awareness as to the spiritual, the energetic connection. Mm -hmm. So again, connecting all those dots into kind of three components that I would say I'm known for. So number one, systems and strategy. Number two, the pricing of it all, because that can very much 
like you make the numbers work for you. Mm-hmm. And then number three is content and connection. It's, it's the energy that you put out there. It's as my client said to me, and we actually just had a call right before this. I reminded her that I never forgot what she said to me when I first started. She said, I've never met you and I've never actually seen you. Cause at that point I wasn't even on Facebook live, but I feel like I've known you forever. Like I read your content and I feel like you're in the room. I can almost hear you speak speaking to me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I feel like is such a gift and that I teach others to, to portray that same energy out there when they're getting on social media, when they're getting on a Facebook live is mm-hmm. to not only make people feel comfortable, but make them feel as if they know you, right? You're all in this together. This is a co-creative, right? Mm-hmm. Women help other women by helping them rise, not by being in competition. So we all each have a gift. And so learning that and helping each other elevate and rise together, um, I think is what the world needs most. And I think by the power of words, right, words are energy and the way you come out there in any sort of medium, whether that's speaking, whether that's podcasts, whether that's blogging is really and truly a gift. I love that. Uh, you, you touched on some really good points about um, the, me- the metaphor and the uh, um, analogy of GPS. It's funny because I feel like I'm your kindred spirit because just <sighs> literally the other day um, when I was driving home, I, I don't remember where I was, but I was driving home and I was setting my GPS. And it's really hilarious because I set my GPS even though I know where I'm going. Like I don't, part of why I do that is to seriously, right? So part of why I do that is because I like to, I like real time info. So if there's traffic, it'll, you know, um, uh, revert me or um, uh, map out a different route to get where to where you're going to, right? So, and I thought of that as a metaphor thinking, you know, that's us in life. We, we set a GPS. We, every single one of us, whether we like it or not, we have set a GPS for ourselves. We, we, we already kind of internalized, you know, well, what's not working for us? Um, where do I want to do? Do I really want to be in this job all the time? Or do I want to be, you know, where, do, what do I really want to do? What's my passion? And we set a GPS. I want to be here in so many, you know, years kind of thing. But then as we're, as we're uh, going along our route that we set, we set that course for ourselves, right? That path for ourselves, something always happens. There's an obstacle that always happens and, and it reverts us to a, you know, a different route, but mm-hmm. it never, re, it, it is, you, you notice with the GPS, it never takes you away from your final destination. It always takes you maybe a longer route, maybe a shorter route, maybe a short, you know, shortcut or whatever it may be, but it's still, the insight is always that, that destination, that goal where, where you want to be. And I thought, wow, that is so deep and funny because as you were talking, I'm thinking, my gosh, she must've been in my head the other day (laughs) because that's literally what I thought about. We all do, we all do that. We all do set that GPS. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you touched on that because, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, especially for startup um, entrepreneurs, you know, sometimes you you get into into that funk where I did that. I you know I was laid off from a job, a corporate job, um, more than a, or about a year ago, actually, a year ago, January. I didn't know what to do. I thought, mm-hmm. I mean, but you had a little bit of cushion. You had that three months. I literally was laid off. I mean, the, the company shut down. It was like the whole sales and marketing department was just eliminated and we had absolutely no notice. So we just kind of like, oh my gosh, what do we do? So I, it was then and there, I just decided, I, I think 
I'm, I need to start utilizing my skills, my strengths, and, yeah. you know, I, I've got to go out there and make a name for myself, or at least, you know, uh, you know, you, especially having gone to school for so long, got my bachelor's, my master's and all that. I have to put this to you. So I like what you said earlier that, you know, you, you just, enough is enough. You didn't want to go back to that corporate life or corporate world. And I didn't either. So I, I had to do what I had to do. And that's the steps that I'm taking now. I mean, I, I love when I'm talking with people like yourselves, women like, like you, um, and learning about how they each have journeyed, um, you know, along their path. And I love to hear the stories, but I also love what you said that you have only so many, you have select mentors that you, you keep near and dear to your heart. Um, and that was my thing. That was my, that was my one mistake. If I could do it all again, I would probably do it differently. But my one mistake is that I was listening to everybody and every, every thing. I was listening to every podcast. I, I mean, you know, it's great. And at one point I was thinking, well, one of those is going to stick. One of these, you know, pieces of information is, is going to stick. And I, I didn't want to copy anybody else. I didn't want to, you know, emulate what they were doing. I wanted to see, you know, what, what can I take from them that will help strengthen who I am? Yes. So, and I think you, you hit that so greatly, um, the nail on the head just a few minutes ago about that. Um, one thing I want to know is, and I always ask um, all of my clients or, or all my guests um, when we're talking is knowing what you know now, uh, what would you have told or what would you tell your younger self, your 21 year old self, knowing what you know now? Tell your story. Hmm. Tell your story. Get out there. And because at the age of 21, it was all there. My, I have a very active, overactive mind. You know, as a young child, I love to read and soak in other people's stories. Why? Because I had a story to tell myself, right? Everything is a mirror image. So, you know, asking yourself, you know, why are things happening? You know, why am I attracted to certain colors even, right? At, at a very basic level, certain people, mm -hmm. certain you know, flowers outside, whatever it is you're connected to, kind of understanding why that is, right? Because that is you at your core. And then from that place, going and sharing that with other people and not being afraid, right? I'm not saying to tell your, your deepest, darkest secrets, secrets, you know, for sure, keep some things to yourself. <laughs> but at the age of 21, and it's funny because I actually just met a girl the other day. I was uh, trading my phone in at T-Mobile and you know i said oh i use my phone a lot for business so i upgraded to the 128 megabytes whatever and i just mentioned you know i have my business she's like what do you do and so i started to tell her what i do i said you know a light i always say life coach slash you know business consultant helping women entrepreneurs get their whole business started well she just graduated a year ago and she's like well can i follow you on social media like i'm really interested do you do videos blah blah and like we talked about before you know maybe millennials is maybe not my target market but it is in the sense that, that if I can just plant seeds into somebody at the age of 21, exactly. that yeah. you don't have to sit, and this is what I wish I would have known then, at a nine to five job to make money. You don't, mm -hmm. especially in today's day and age with technology. I have clients all over the world, right? I impact people in Australia, the UK, right? All over the world from the beauty of right social media. So it can be chaotic in terms of Right, so much information, information overload, but the impact that it has to reach mm -hmm. people all over the world and the whole universe is such a blessing. So I wish I would have known that at 21 that this is not the only option. 
right? And, and at its very basics, okay, so your listeners are wondering, well, how? Like, I'm imagining on my 21-year-old self, how can I make that happen? Number one, share your story by thinking about one thing that you want to be known for. What is your mm. legacy? What is like that one thing, right? Like you think of Susie Orman and you think of the money woman, right? Or you think of Steve Jobs and you think Apple, right? What is this one legacy that you want to be known for? And then step two, pick a platform that feels good. One platform, because that was the other thing I got caught up in. I want to be on Facebook and I want to be on Instagram and Pinterest. Oh, and Snapchat, right? <laughs> you want to be right on all these different mediums, which is awesome. And maybe that's a future thing. But when you're just starting out, start out with one platform that resonates with the people that you want to connect with, right? So maybe, which funny enough, I didn't even know. The girl told me Facebook's for old people. I'm always on Facebook. I guess that's indicative of, of my, you know, she's like, that's old people social media, right? But that's my ideal client maybe fits in that range, maybe Instagram, right? For younger or Snapchat, but pick that one platform and just tap into it. You know, maybe not if you don't have time every day, once a week, you know, start small, create a YouTube channel if videos are your thing. I mean, videos can go viral in today's day and age and you can make money doing that. You can make money doing anything mm -hmm. and you just have to have that drive and that determination, like you said, to be able to continue to recalculate, right? You get in that car and you, and that's why I just love that example. Like it's deep, but it's also simple because yeah. we all in today's day and age, we use GPSs, even if we know where, where we're going, right? <laughs> I do the same. I'm like, well, what if there's traffic? Because there's going to be traffic in your business. There's going to be traffic in your life. So how do you drive around those roadblocks to make it work? Because at the end of the day, that GPS is going to take you to that address. Yep. I love and you that. Have to stay focused to that address. So whatever it is that you want to do, whether that's create a course, whether that's write a book, whether that's become a motivational speaker, that's your address. And then you just got to rewind and figure out, okay, what are the first steps to get there, right? That's so I've already true. given you two. Think about your legacy and what you want to be known for and pick a platform and just get out there and do it. That's step three. Get out there, share your voice, that's right. share your story. Even if one person's listening, that's one person that you've impacted that day, right? And I shared this just with my client an hour ago. I said, you know what? There are days where I don't feel like getting online someday. You know, sometimes you're just like, you're not in a space. You just maybe you want quiet time. You need to kind of go inward and that's okay. But there are other times where I'm like, you know what? I feel like somebody needs to hear me today. Even if I'm in this space of anxiety or chaos or whatever's going on, if I get out there and share it with somebody else, maybe they're in that same space and just hearing those words comforts them in the moment and gives Absolutely. them. Right? I and love that. Mm -hmm. Finished. I'm sorry. I interrupted oh, you. No, no, I was done. Yeah. And I'm just saying that's if that one person and, and every time I do that, and that's what I was sharing with, with, with her every time I do that, I get someone that says, thank you. Like, mm -hmm. I really needed to hear that today. And that's why I do this work. Yeah, the money I, I'm money, telling you, I think what you love when you stay commit, you know what I mean? Like the money, don't focus on the money. You, you'll get there as long as you keep making moves, but, but provide value, provide something that somebody wants, that somebody connects with, that they need, and you will always be invaluable. I love that. Yeah. We're very much 
like I said, kindred spirits, mm-hmm. because I yep. think we, we have, we have absolutely the same, same, same mindset. Um, you know, we, we, we navigate on a GPS and internal GPS and, 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 you know, and, and we set our, our course. Um, and then now we just have to figure out the best route to get there. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, of course the, the shortest route is a straight line, right? But we can't always have that straight line. Um, there's always going to be some sort of obstacle, some sort of detour, some sort of um, maybe, you know, we're, you know, the, the shiny object at the end where it says, Hey, come this way. You know, we get, we get a little bit, um, distracted sometimes, um, you know, distracted dark driving as they say it. So, I mean, it's, it's still, uh, makes sense today in, in the way that we navigate ourselves, um, through life. So, um, I really appreciate all that we've talked about here. So for our parting, um, parting words of wisdom and one takeaway for our listeners, we're going to end here. What can you give them? Mm. So many things come to light, but I'm going <laughs> to go with my gut instinct is, and this is just a me quote, it just popped in my mind, honor your soul language, honor your soul language, that, that voice inside of you, that's your soul language. So honor that and listen to the words that you're saying every single day. If it's, you know, the me of the past, which I didn't share today because there's Right, so so limited time and we've had such great conversation and there is so much to my story. I used to be a very negative person and the voices in my head were not loving. You know, they told me that, you know, I wasn't unique enough and they told me I wasn't beautiful enough and they told me I was fat and they told me, right, all of these things, but but listen to yourself and almost imagine that you would say that to somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. That's your language. And if you want to live a different life, You've got to tune your frequency to a different channel. So honor that. that. Like we talked about, maybe follow a few people, but allow yourself enough time to sit in silence that you can hear yourself, that you can honor that. Even if it is a negative thought, well, your pain is your passion. That's what you're here to teach. If you're thinking, well, Jessica, I don't know what I want to be known for this legacy. You know, I didn't know either when I first started but I knew I was in pain. I was in physical pain because Mm. I was 80 pounds overweight. I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. And that's what I started talking about. I'm not comfortable, but I'm a woman of solutions, not problems. So I'm going to start making moves. Mm -hmm. Maybe my next choice, when I get stressed, I'm going to reach for a banana and not a cookie. Right. And, And you just take it step by step, right. And it's health and wellness or it's in your business, right. It's all about taking these, you know, micro moves, the, the compound effect, Um, which I read years ago by Darren Hardy, and it's very business-like and very strategic, but it makes a lot of sense even spiritually, right? The compound effect, you know, you don't see it all come to fruition in that moment, but if you continue, right, making moves, it compounds, right? Just like you could put a dollar away today, and like they say, whatever, you can be a millionaire at the age age of 70, (laughs) true, with with anything energetically, anything Mm. of value, it's just to continue to make moves. And at the end of the day, listen to yourself. You, you know, the answers, you know, every, you don't need to listen to another. I mean, of course, listen to, to Annie's podcast because it's wonderful and she has wonderful guests and she's amazing. I wouldn't have tried for October to be on this show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a combination of us, but I'm just saying like, 
I've been in other instances too with other podcasters where I just didn't feel, I'm like, oh, well, maybe there's a reason for this. Yeah. And with Annie, I was like, no, this is something that I want to be a part of. Aww. You know, she has such great energy. And even though I'd never seen you before, I could feel that through our emails. Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank that. you so honor, much. Honor thy soul language. I love that. Honor thy soul language. And I like what you said, tune yourself to a different frequency. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's so Thank awesome. <laughs> Yay. Um, so you, you have something for our listeners that so we can link down below. Tell us about that. Yeah. So it's what I alluded to earlier, this concept of Ikigai, right? So again, your legacy, what do you want to be known for? What am I here to do? What gets me out of bed? It's Japanese for my reason for being. And so I have a freebie that is a simple one-page download of introspective questions to help you spark ideas, right? Not to say that you're going to get it in a one-hour session, but, but start to open the door, open that conversation. It might even be a good piece to start then sharing that on social media. Right. And so the download um, you can receive at bit.ly forward slash my reason for being. I know you'll have that in the show notes. Um, and then just put your name and email and boom. And you never know what sparks from that. I actually partook in that exercise, I don't know, a few years ago and got the ideas for like my next three courses. So that's what I, you never know what 30 minutes of asking awesome. the right questions can lead to in life. Awesome. So I like it, like Jessica said, I will have all that information down for, uh, in the show notes for you. So be sure to click on it. Jessica, thank you so much, thank so you. much for being on the show. Absolutely. My pleasure. And um, we're going to have you on as a guest in the future. So uh, let's, let's, dream up some that. ideas awesome thank you so much appreciate it that's it everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode of annie talks and hearing from jessica silverman i will have all the links to jessica's social media website and her free gift down below in the show notes so be sure to check them out now before we go if you haven't already subscribed to the annie talks podcast i welcome you to hit subscribe down below and be notified anytime we upload a new episode and if you could rate and review this podcast that way others can find this podcast too now you can also follow annie talks social media and i will have all that information down below in the show notes i have instagram facebook twitter snapchat my website, all that information will be listed in the show notes below. Thank you all so much again for stopping by and keep listening and keep watching Annie Talks. Hello, this is Jessica Silverman, founder of Mozen Wellness, author and motivational speaker, and this is Annie Talks.